0: absolutely nothing but love for dennis evans and the major commit that the minnesota men's basketball team brought in this week but it's not the only thing you should be excited about when it comes to minnesota basketball because there's a player on the roster this season that is going to take the college basketball world by storm you are locked on golden gophers what we're gonna do here we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, whatever Golden turns out, Gophers. It turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Be sure to follow wherever you get your podcasts at Locked On Golden Gophers and be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube where we're building the community. Now, it's time, folks, it's time to talk about. Gophers, men's basketball. We've talked a lot about Jameson Battle. We've talked a lot about Coach Ben Johnson. We've talked a lot about commit Dennis Evans. But one person that I feel like we haven't talked about enough is Dawson Garcia. Honestly, I don't think college basketball is ready for Dawson Garcia and how big of an impact transfer he will be this season. Andy Katz, a college basketball analyst that many out there know and many out there love, to be honest. It rated him as the seventh best transfer this upcoming season. And he's the second best transfer in the Big Ten behind Terrence Shannon Jr. on that list. And I love the respect, but many others aren't quite as high on Dawson Garcia. And that is a mistake. That is a travesty because Dawson Garcia is going to take the Big Ten, and college basketball by storm. Now, what is promising about Dawson Garcia is Coach Ben Johnson has been singing his praises about the grind he has, the work ethic he has, the athlete he is, and the determination that Dawson Garcia is already showing with this Gophers program. Coach called him a man on a mission and simply all about business. He's ready to come in, get to work, and get it done. And that should be intriguing and encouraging to Gophers fans, even in the open practice for the media a couple weeks back. You could see the impact on the floor that Garcia has and how he is able to be so versatile across the board. And Coach Johnson talked about how versatility is key with this roster and what they've been trying to develop. Dawson Garcia fits that to a T, but something that the national media probably hasn't really seen yet. And all of this kicked off for me. This, This thought process, the reason I had to do this show today was because I was reading an article on Sports Illustrated, which is a fairly credible magazine that everybody knows, maybe not everybody loves, but back in the day. It was the place to go for reading about sports. Now, in a Sports Illustrated article about ranking the Big Ten in this preseason, the Gophers came in at 12, which I can't hate. I can't hate on that because, you know what? I had came into this offseason saying I had the Gophers about 8 or 9. With both the injuries, I bumped them down to 11. So 11 is one spot ahead of what this reporter came in at. So I can't be mad at that line. But what stood out to me was the quote from the article that says, transfer Dawson Garcia, a high upside big who struggled at North Carolina, but starred at Marquette. Wait, I don't completely agree with that because I I do. I do completely agree with Dawson Garcia as a player with a very high upside. Absolutely. We're on the same page. But I wasn't agreeing with the part about he struggled at North Carolina, which is simply not true. Now, you might get that from simply skimming the box score. But if you really look at and evaluate the situation, you'll see it isn't that straightforward. Dawson Garcia was a key player on a championship level team. But could he have been the missing piece for North Carolina? losing that championship game, that's what I want to discuss. First, let's talk about our friends over at Sweat Block because I, I've i admitted that I am an individual that sweats a lot. It's true, and it's not something I like about myself. Now, I'm not saying I don't like myself or anything like that, but it's something I'm self-conscious about is the amount of sweat I have. I hate, hate, absolutely hate To smell. Like, since I was in middle school, I have always wanted to smell nice. I've carried deodorant in every, like, any backpack, an extra one in the car. I have deodorant stocked all over the place. So that way I do not smell. If I need to relayer, I will. Well, that's how I would make sure that I smell good, but I could never control how much that I sweat. And that is where Sweat Block came in and helped for me. Honestly, it it, at least it calmed that issue down. I feel like I'm not sweating as much. And it was created by a doctor to help with his own excessive sweating. And it's doctor-created and recommended. So if you have the same issue, if you really have the need to just really take a stab at constantly sweating, well, try out this product, SweatBlock. If you or someone you know is going through that embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code On, and it's you can just visit sweatblock.com to check it out today. That's 20% using the promo code On at sweatblock.com, and it's also available on Amazon. All right, so what we know about Dawson Garcia is that he was a McDonald's All-American. He was a Big East All-Freshman team. And he was the leading scorer and rebounder for all freshmen in the Big East during his freshman season. Now, we need to talk about that statement that I mentioned from a reporter at Sports Illustrated that said he was struggling on the University of North Carolina team. And it's just not true. It's not fully there, folks. You're talking about a player on a championship caliber roster in one of the top two conferences in the entire country. And on that roster, he played the six most minutes on the team, six most minutes per game. He was fifth in scoring per game on that roster and third in rebounds per game and third in three point percentage per game. That sounds like a pretty significant player, if I do say so myself. And now this is on a UNC team that may have solely lost that championship game due to gassing out. The team noticeably played only five to six players throughout the entire duration of the NCAA tournament. It was consistently talked about by the analysts on the television that broke it down by the broadcasters about how this this bench just didn't go very deep. It didn't go very far, and they weren't playing a whole lot of players In the tournament, in fact, they were playing less players in the tournament than they did throughout the season. This team that had a massive lead in that championship game at one point ended up blowing the lead and losing by three points. And one could say those heavy minutes added up. I mean, you only can push your body so far. Now, Garcia was a starter for 12 out of the 16 games with UNC, and he he was starting over Manic, who was the OU transfer, who ended up being big time for the Tar Heels as they moved on. Now, Garcia started in most of those games, and then when he ended up leaving for a few games. It was due to a concussion. He came back, was slowly came back into the game. And then he had one or two games where he was playing with the Tar Heels once again before he decided to head back home for family, to be with his family, take care of his family due to family issues off the court with COVID going on and with other extreme situations in which he needed to be back for his family. Now, looking at most of the numbers Most people only see Dawson Garcia average nine points per game, but that isn't taking into context that he was the fourth or fifth guy on the roster to get looks. UNC's offense was driven by the guard play of Davis and Love, and then on the interior, it was all Baycott all the time. Armando Baycott cleaned up on the inside. He got all the rebounds. He got all the putbacks. He was the big presence inside. So from there, you have Manic and Garcia, who were given opportunities off of the openings of that trio. So for the role he was asked to play, Dawson Garcia was a valued player on this team and contributed as needed. That includes five games, five games and doubles figures out of those 12 starts. That includes three of those games being 20 plus point games. Two of those, two of those 20 plus point, or two of those five games, two of the five games where he scored double digits, he, they were against ranked Big Ten opponents, number 24, Michigan, and number 6, Purdue. And that wasn't by accident why he found success in those games. In fact, Dawson's game is built for the Big Ten. He thrives in that play style and being able to play inside and out, being able to take advantage of his versatility and really work the bigs in the Big Ten. That versatility, excuse me, and the ability to knock down the mid-range game helped him step up against teams in this conference. Now, having that extra depth, like I said, could have helped and been a difference maker for that North Carolina team in minutes played and helped them close out that championship lead that they had in that championship game. On the flip side, though, I don't want to tell you that like it is the 1000%, 100% I'm absolutely right truth. So I talked to Isaac over at Lockdown, North Carolina, just for his perspective. Now, what Isaac had to say was that he did believe that the switch in Manic starting over Garcia helped them spark that life for North Carolina and helped them allow them to be that team that they turned into along the way. And that Dawson Garcia's depth would have helped, particularly in that shallow front court. But there's always been the question mark of if that was addition by subtraction. So he he's not fully sure that he can state that Dawson would have been the reason they could have won a championship because he his switch also could have been the reason that helped them gel together. So it's hard to officially say. So like I said, I don't want to just state that it's 1,000% truth, but I do believe that depth and taking the added wear and tear of the tournament off of some of those guys might have left them more fresh to take that final chip. But what Isaac did call out was that overall, he showed a ton of flashes of being an absolute stud. And if he can stay healthy and locked in, watch out. So love that thought from Isaac. And having that extra depth, we'll never know that question. But Dawson's contributions tell me one thing that he is ready to take the Big Ten by storm. But should that storm that Garcia is about to bring in to the Big Ten make the Gophers a team to beat in the conference? That's what we're going to talk about coming up next. First, let's talk about our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is where you can get the latest odds, the latest money lines, and the latest props for all things sports. NBA kicking off. You got to find out those odds over there. You got to check out the lines for the NFL and college football games on a weekly basis. And they also have the college futures for NCAA men's basketball about championship odds. And I wanted to find out where the Big Ten teams, or at least the top Big Ten teams, were falling in that rank. Well, the top Big Ten teams, Michigan, Illinois, and Indiana, all have the exact same odds. And it is the 11th highest odds for the championship. And it is plus plus. Four thousand. so if you think that big 10 leader the best teams in the big 10 are going to be the ones winning the championship this year then now is the time to head on over to bet online and get all of the needs all of the numbers and all of the odds that you need to make the right decision to drop that bet they have live betting they have a virtual casino and more all over at bet online so be sure to check it out bet online where the game starts So thank you for listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, where today we are discussing Dawson Garcia and how he is going to be a major factor for the Gophers, and can he make the Gophers a team to beat in the Big Ten? Now three reasons why I believe Dawson Garcia is set to thrive with the Gophers are the following. Number one, he is versatile, he has versatility, and he has the ability to play inside and out. We've already discussed this with the moments versus Big Ten competition when he was on the North Carolina Tar Heels, but the fact that he can handle the rock, play in the pick and roll game, and also flare off of the screen or play in the pick and pop and be able to pop outside and still hit a three-point shot, all of that, plus he can drive and he can clean up on the glass, plus the ability to play the five. In maybe a more small, versatile, quicker, more fluid lineup next to JMO at the 4, Dawson at the 5, which I am sure and certain we will see at some point on occasion this season. All of that added together shows that he is a weapon that will be hard to stop and hard to handle. Dawson Garcia is set to thrive. And that is point number one, is that versatility and ability to play inside it out. But point number two of why Dawson Garcia is going to be a baller for the Gophers and help them be a team that may put some teams on notice is being the number two option on the team, not having to take on the full scoring workload, be the guy to get a bucket but in his time at Marquette, he was the number one option, occasionally number two, but he was the top scorer on the team as a freshman. He often looked, was often looked to for scoring, whereas at UNC, it was definitely not this way. Like we discussed, he was maybe the fourth or fifth option on the team when it came to finding a bucket. That trio really was the key to that North Carolina offense. And then off of that trio, finding opportunities for the other guys in the key rotation, like Dawson Garcia, that was his role there. So he wasn't expected to be the guy. And that's why you see a lower scoring effort and output. Yet here, he will have the best of both worlds, where he might not draw the toughest defender because Jameson Battle will likely be getting that, having been 17 and a half points per game in the Big Ten competition last year, the second highest returning scorer in the entire conference, he's going to draw a lot of those best defenders to try and stop him just like he did last season. Now, Dawson is able to step into that number two role and get this maybe the second best guy looking his way. And Dawson will be able to feed off of the extra attention that Jamo draws, improve himself as a threat, having more opportunities to take his shot, to put a ball in the basket, to roll and complement Jason Jamison Battle's game. So you don't have to be the guy that's like, we need a bucket now, give the ball to Dawson, give the ball to Dawson. But you can be, you have the opportunity to be, you have the opportunity to be the second in line, not the fourth in line. Not the first in line, but thrive off of the opportunities that Jameson Battle will have to dish off of. Honestly, with that combination of players, with that second 2nd uh, second in command type mentality, I wouldn't be surprised, would not be surprised at all to see Dawson Garcia average about 15 to 18 points per game and Jameson Battle averaging close to 20 points per game. Those two will be the go-to, the duo in the Big Ten Conference, especially for the Gophers. Now, number three of why he will thrive in the Big Ten this season is his past experience and newfound leadership. He has some of the most experience on the team. He knows what it's like to play top-level teams. He's played eight ranked opponents in his two-year career, or really one-and-a-half-year career. He's scored 20 plus points in 10 games. He's had double-digit games in like 28 games, I believe, so far, and he takes care of the ball. Over his career, he averages 1.4 assists per game, or not assists, turnovers, excuse me. If it was 1.4 assists, that'd be a little low, but we're talking turnovers, which you like to keep that number low. He's had four double-doubles in his career with about five other games where he was one basket away or one rebound away from getting another double-double. He's a perfect complement to Jameson Battle, and the way that Battle and Garcia are going to be able to play off of each other and with each other on the floor has a chance to be very, very special. And potentially one of the best duos in the Big Ten, if not the best duo. This Gophers team might not be true contenders in the season. I'm not expecting a Big Ten championship from the jump, but they will be a team that can catch others by surprise, especially those who try to see them or view them as an underdog. And they will play spoiler to some of the giants within the Big Ten conference. And Dawson Garcia is going to be a major factor in that. So get excited, Gophers fans, because B-Ball is coming that's going to do it for us on today's episode of locked on golden gophers i hope you enjoy the show be sure to check out yesterday's breakdown for the keys of what we need to beat penn state this upcoming weekend and tomorrow we will have tristan back on and we will talk predictions i know i had mentioned on twitter that we were going to do a mailbag episode. We didn't get enough questions. So if you drop your questions down below in the comments, I will be sure to get a mailbag going in the very near future. For the couple questions we did get, we'll take them on the prediction show tomorrow. And I thank you for sending them our way. That's going to do it for us. This is Kane Rob signing off. Have a good one. Row the boat. Skyuma. Go Gophers.